Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the all right thank you for joining the esbc sports betting podcast college football podcast edition where every single podcast is a business meeting And every single business meeting has to have a specific purpose and a specific outcome. Uh, You have securities license, clients that worth 50 million and above. Uh, You know, I consult with companies. And you have to think in business terms. You got to think in using logic and math to come up with the right decision about 80% of the time. And sometimes you don't have all the information. That's why sports betting is great for any business person to be able to monetize their time watching football. And right now we are 38 and 27, 58.4%, 52.5% is break even, about $9,100 in profit. So we made $9,100 watching football that for most people is a leisure activity. But some people can't afford it to, to, to be a leisure activity. Now it's been legalized in 35 states. So a lot of things are changing. And even though 58% is close to being uh, 59%, which at 59% you could buy a house in Vegas and live off sports betting, we're usually in around 65 70%. So you have to – I'll put a link to the top 10 rules of betting in the episode notes. And you have to do your research. That's the number two rule of betting. Uh, the number one rule is do not bet your own team. And I got a couple uh, teams going, uh, University of South Florida, which I graduated from, and Oregon State that are on the podcast. We believe we had Chad Nolan. He's at Corvallis with his brother as they take on the USC Trojans. So you can never do enough research, even though – the purpose is clear to make money, and the outcome is $9,100. And there's a big debate in the finance world, right? Technical analysis uh, versus fundamental analysis. No one has ever gotten rich with technical analysis. People have gotten rich selling technical, technical analysis. Uh, but we use fundamental analysis a lot in, in uh, college football betting and NFL betting because the coaches have so much power and control over the situation, uh, beliefs, hard-held beliefs, like a religion. And for them, it's a religion because they made millions of dollars with these beliefs. So we track their beliefs and anticipate outcomes, right? Uh, Elon Musk said you get close, you get to the truth, and you can predict outcomes. Well, we don't have the resources Elon Musk has. So what we have to do is get as close to the truth as possible in order to predict outcomes, we use decision science, uh, in addition to fundamental analysis. And the result is $9,100 so far. 
All right. Uh, didn't publish it because uh, work got in the way, but I got Nevada over 47.5. Uh, so good start to the weekend. First game that intrigued me. So people have gotten rich with uh, noting market inefficiencies, right? When a market has to have an equal amount of buyers and sellers. So when, when there's an inefficiency in that process and you can have the means to be able to predict an outcome for, based on that inefficiency, you make a lot of money. And we made a lot of money sports betting doing that. Uh, Rutgers plus eight against Iowa at home. Uh, Greg Chiano, uh, he resurrected the Temple program. Uh, not the Temple program, the Rutgers program. Uh, he's been there twice. This is the second time he's been there. Uh, he went to the NFL as a coach. He came from the University of Miami. Uh, he's a great coach, especially in this situation. He's a control freak, a maniac. But with all that being said, he is always well prepared. He connects all the dots. And Iowa, their offense has been horrible. And Greg Chiano's a defensive coach. That's all to say. Rutgers is going to cover eight points. It's going to be under 36. So Rutgers plus eight, under 36. Uh, Greg Chiano's going to be all over this. Uh, Chip Kelly at UCLA. He does not believe in defense. <laughs> he makes a lot of money. He's an offensive coach. Uh, he took Bilotti's players at Oregon and won uh, at San Francisco as a head coach and at Philadelphia as a head coach. He has a losing record. He has a losing record at UCLA. Now, they're playing one of the worst teams in college football this week, the Colorado Buffaloes. But that the uh, who knows about the outcome, right? Because as bad as Colorado is, who knows if they come back late. Uh, UCLA's defense is, again, horrible. So who knows? But uh, we have a level of certainty on the over. Carl Durrell, offensive coach, is coaching the NFL. His guys should be able to figure out how to score some points against a bad uh, UCLA defense. And then UCLA is always going to keep being aggressive and try to score. And you got a senior quarterback. So look for UCLA over 56. Stanford, styles make fights. So Stanford is playing Washington. Uh, Washington's a 14-point favorite. Let me check on that. Let's see if the line changed. But uh, Stanford, regardless of how good their players are, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, Stanford's had a lot of bad recruiting classes, really small recruiting classes. Uh, they don't have the talent that uh, David Shaw has been able to get there in the past. So Washington it's a lot easier school to get into than Stanford. They have better players. They have a great coach, DeBauer. Um, you know, tough Telford guy. Did a great job at uh, Fresno State. And he's done a great job right now at Washington uh, beating uh, Michigan State. And uh, uh, Tucker, right, who's getting $9 million a year to coach Michigan State football. He's a Bill Belichick, uh, Will Muschamp. Uh, Kirby Smart guy. He beat him last week. Uh, 
Stanford runs them off, and they'll be always, doesn't matter who they are, just because of their style, what they believe in, big offensive linemen, they're going to pound you. Uh, even if they get beat, uh, they're going to keep the score down. So I like Stanford under the 62 points. That's a lot of points in a conference game. And remember, the offenses and defenses used in conference games is a lot different than non-conference games because basically a conference game counts for two. So uh, you're going to see different schemes from uh, Sanford. And if they are up, man, they want to keep the score down. So look at under 62 styles makes fights. And even though they beat Michigan State last week, uh, look for uh, Washington to be beat up. That defense would be beat up as uh, Michigan State's a very, very physical football team. Uh, we're here on the West Coast. I've made a lot of money bidding Pac-12 football, usually in the 70 or 80% range. Uh, so we look to repeat that this year. The Cal Golden Bears are getting three points at home against Arizona. Going to be a very good game. Uh, Cal is a loser team, right? Uh, They find ways to lose. They don't have the resources they should. For football, they don't care about football. Very liberal, academic place. So they'd rather give money to homeless people than the football program. So... Cal is a loser team, so you can't lay points, but go with the, uh, Cal uh, money line. I got uh, minus 130. Justin, uh, the, the the coach over there, uh, Cal, very good coach. He always gets defensive guys uh, in the NFL. The Cal head coach. Let me escape me for a second. Cal football head coach. I know his whole story. I know it's relevant about it. His name is not relevant right now. All right, Justin Wilcox, a great defensive back coach, uh, defensive coordinator at USC, defensive coordinator at Wisconsin. Uh, and he's done a great job doing more with less. He basically beat Notre Dame last week, phantom call to lose. Uh, they should be fired up. Arizona's on the upswing. However, big game for Cal at home. Home games early in the season. Guys like Justin Wilcox and Greg Chiano are tough to beat in those situations. Arizona State, they fired Herm Edwards. And believe me, that loss to Eastern Michigan, that coach was a very, very good coach. So fundamental analysis, one of the main tenets of fundamental analysis is corporate governance. But for us in college football, it's the coaches. Coach Eastern Michigan always does more with less, right? He, he especially early in the season, the injuries haven't piled up. Uh, he dialed something up for uh, Arizona State, and this is not the first uh, Power Five team that guy's beaten, and then he ends up being six to six, right? He's just a great strategist. The head coach for Eastern Michigan University, which got Coach Herm fired, he got our coach out hustle. This is going to be different against Utah. Uh, Utah are not world beaters. They lost to uh, Florida on the road, and then USF, the school that I went to, uh, basically went up and down the field on Florida, and Florida lost to Kentucky. So uh, the talent 
at Arizona State should be okay to be able to keep the score down. It's going to be under uh, what I got, which, which I thought was crazy. Uh, Arizona State under 54. Uh, Marvin Luce took uh, – talking about more with last – Marvin Luce took one of the cheapest family-owned franchises in Cincinnati Bengals to the playoffs six times. He lasted many, many years in Cincinnati because he did like 10 jobs at the same time. So they're not going to blink with Herm not there. Marvin Lewis uh, won a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator for your Baltimore Ravens, that Trent Dilfer team. He, you know, he was Ray Lewis. So the man knows how to coach some defense. He's going to dial up something for Utah and make us money, right? Under uh, 54 points. Washington State Cougars. Uh, Coach Dykert, I think he pronounced his last name, doing a great job. He's a defensive guy. He's doing a great job with that defense at Washington State. They went into Wisconsin, upper level, Division One, Big Ten football. Uh, you know, $100 million budget, right? He went over there from, you know, Pullman, Washington. Washington State does not have the resources that uh, Wisconsin, even Wisconsin has. And he went over there and beat them. Uh, they got the quarterback from Incarnate Word, a great FBS program. Uh, and he's doing a great job as a quarterback, not making a mistake, not throwing the not, uh, not throwing the game is the wrong term, uh, not making mistakes to sabotage. They're getting seven points. It's going to be under uh, 57 points because of their great defense against Oregon. Oregon played a great game against BYU. Now, BYU is a physical team. BYU, most of their guys are six-year seniors, six-year sophomores because they get redshirted and they go on a mission. So they get a lot of time over there. Big physical guys, beat-up guys. They won. And Bo Nix is inconsistent. He plays one good game at Auburn, and then the next one is bad. So he had his good game against BYU. I look for him to throw a couple picks. Look for Washington State. If you can get over the key number of seven, go ahead and do so. But Washington State plus seven under 57. Now, uh, this pick, this next pick, I made really with Scott Cove, who helps me on the podcast, doing the ACC preview. Now, it's going to be 90 degrees in Tallahassee. Boston College, who lost a bad game to Rutgers. Uh, they did not look good against Maine last week. They're having problems at Boston College. Scott from there, from uh, Boston. He's telling me a lot of problems Boston College. So, Florida State, big favorite. Look for them to cover the second half line in the heat as Boston College wore down in the fourth quarter against Rutgers. So, there's a problem with the conditioning. It's not that they're not conditioned just on average against top flight teams. There seems to be a conditioning problem at Boston College as uh, – Chop that wood, right? Minnesota's row your boat, the theme, the mantra that they get kids to go through fall camp and spring into workout season. Oh, we're chopping wood. It's Rutgers. So chopping wood, Rutgers, row your boat. It's Minnesota. Uh, chop wood with better condition, within better condition than Boston College and ran on them in the fourth quarter. So in 90 degree heat, 80% humidity and pads, uh, worst heat these guys have suffered uh, all year, really, because of global warming. It's a lot even, even more hot in Florida. 
look for them to lose in the second half against Florida State, the second half line. Uh, we got your Stanford plus 14. Stanford the under. I'm not going to uh, deal with the side. All right? I'm going to let the side go. Coastal Carolina road favorite. Uh, I made a mistake that I need to adjust. Usually the more football you play, the better off you are. But with the transfer portal, uh, with programs with money like Penn State, had a lot of new players, but they, Coach Franklin's a good judge of talent, and they have the resources. So Coastal Carolina and billionaire Joe Margola, who retired, not really retired from Ameritrade, and he became and created the Coastal Carolina program. Now they cover a lot. They're going to be on the road, and they're a road favorite. Uh, they have a lot of resources. The infrastructure is set up the right way. The guy basically invented Ameritrade. So he comes and invents the Coastal Carolina program uh, as a person in the finance world, as a person in the management world. He did a great job with the infrastructure of Coastal Carolina. So Coastal Carolina uh, has enough money for scouting, has enough money and enough resources to structure the program in a certain way where there isn't now a huge drop-off when they lose a lot of players. So Look for Coastal Carolina to cover uh, the plus two. And we cover the Fun Belt, right? The Fun Belt Conference, which Coastal Carolina is, that area in North Carolina, uh, that's growing financially and in the economy. And uh, Coastal Carolina with a big win last week over Georgia State. So uh, the 4 0, uh, the structure of the program is solid. It's Joe Margola, who invented Ameritrade, when it goes ahead and invents the Coastal Carolina football program. As we go to uh, Gomer Hilton and uh, Georgia Southern had a big win against Nebraska, which isn't really that big. North Dakota State should have beaten Nebraska. All right. Another road favorite. Look for West Virginia and JT Daniels. Uh, Coach Brown, Neil Brown always does a great job. I remember him at Troy. Guys who do more with less. They don't make any excuses. They just figure out a way, right? Uh, so Neil Brown, JT Daniels, and West Virginia. Uh, they played great football this year. They, you know, they had a, they went toe to toe with Pitt. Uh, they had, uh, I believe, let me look here. West Virginia, you get West Virginia only has like two million people. I have three million people here in Orange County. Uh, they beat uh, Virginia Tech was in transition last week, kind of like a get-right game to beat at two and two as Kansas and Lance Leopold again corporate governance. Lance Leopold, the job he's doing in Kansas is amazing, right? Uh, he took it from nothing, but he's always done that. He did that at Buffalo. I think he was an NIA coach, FBS coach. Does more or less. No excuses, man. Just get it done. There's a $137 trillion market. So anywhere you are, if it's a marginal utility, you have a chance. So they start out going to Pitt, Kansas, and now they are at. Uh, oh, that game was the other night, man. That, was, that game was last night. So I won that game last night. 
shows check that. I gotta take that off the well, leave it on the spreadsheet and make it green. Head it out of order. All right, cool. So I'm actually two and zero for the week to start. Nevada over forty five point seven five, and then last night, uh, Virginia, uh, West Virginia beat Virginia Tech thirty three to ten, covered my minus two road favorite. So I got two road favorites to start uh, two and zero. And that is $1,800 in my favor. Had a big project with a client last night. Forgot the game was last night. But excited for tomorrow. So last two games that we researched and we covered is Michigan State is going to be under 50 and a half tomorrow. Uh, we talked about Coach Tucker. He coached with Big uh, Nick Satan in Alabama. Uh, Kirby Smart in Georgia. He played in the NFL. Uh, Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker, the head coach of New Michigan State. They lost last week, so they take losses hard. He makes $9.5 million a year, so you have to take these losses hard. Uh, he's going to come back and, again, believe. They believe in defense, right? Kurt LaFrance and Greg Chiano believe in defense. That's why that game uh, is going to go, go under, right? And Rutgers is going to cover the, the eight. Roll your boat. Roll Your Boat has a lot of six-year seniors, right? It's a six-year senior team. Uh, Michigan State at a disadvantage as a home underdog, even though they're supposed to. He's supposed to be like Penn State, bringing in new players, but his judge of talent, the researchers at Michigan State, they should still be pretty good, and they suffered a loss last week to but one of the top programs in the Pac-12. But they have been down. Uh, so, row your boat. Minnesota is a favorite uh, against Michigan State. Mel Tucker. I would not count him out. But I'm not betting that. I am betting the under because Minnesota likes to run the football. So, when you run the football, you run clock. Uh, you keep things conservative. So, if things are going south in Michigan State, uh, the recruiting isn't like the Penn State's recruiting. Were there new players, but they're good. Uh, so, because Michigan State really struggled against Western Michigan, which is a middle of the road uh, Mac team. So, but he knows how to fix stuff. He knows how to play defense. He knows how to keep things in front of him. But Minnesota doesn't want to get let the game go wild. So, in this case, uh, fifty points is just too much, too many points uh, for the situation. So, look for Mel Tucker. Defensive guru to keep it under 15 and a half. All right. San Diego State. Aztecs here in my neck of the woods. Uh, they've had a rough time. Uh, they have players who are raping people, uh, creating a distraction. The punter who graduated from there got cut from Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they get rolled by Arizona to start the season. Uh, then uh, they beat Idaho State. Anybody can beat Idaho State. And then Utah, one of the top teams in the Pac-12, rolled and blew them out. So this is a big opportunity, a must-win situation for San Diego State against Toledo. Toledo is the favorite team in the MAC. However, Toledo has bigger fish to fry in the MAC. So 
So they're not going to show their best schemes. They're not going to show their best plays. They're going to leave it so they get win a MAC title. This game, uh, they want to play good fundamentally sound football. They want to win, but they're not going to sabotage the rest of their season for a win against San Diego State. They're traveling across the country. Toledo doesn't have a lot of resources, so they're flying regular commercial flights. Uh, it should be uh, a jet lagged football team against San Diego State. And San Diego State is going to be fired up. They need a win. Uh, home dog. So you got some home dogs, defensive coaches. Uh, even though Hoke is an offensive guy, he's a conservative offensive guy, Bo Schimblecker, Michigan type guy. So look for San Diego State to cover three points in a must-game situation against Toledo. And then Greg Chiano made a point. Greg Chiano, a guy who's, you know, head football coach at Rutgers, makes a million dollars a year, uh, friends with Bill Belichick, coached in the NFL. He is up the opinion, of the opinion that guys on the West Coast and the South have an edge as a whole because they get to run out side every day versus guys from the Midwest that have to work out, uh, have to run inside of a gymnasium versus a field outside. So as a whole, when you look at San Diego State and Toledo comparable programs, hey, West Coast, there's a lot of West Coast guys on San Diego State, obviously. Uh, there's a little bit of an edge there because uh, the conditioning, right, especially in a road game. So – we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 14, 14 opportunities to make profit and to make money watching college football. We encourage you to listen to the NFL podcast, this podcast, because it's free and give you information. It's not philanthropy or religion. When you give something, you always get 10 back. From the podcast, we've gotten great information that we've monetized ourselves. Because sports spending is about collaboration. That's what capitalism is, about collaboration. Communists think we can't collaborate. Yes, we can. Right? Putin made that mistake. So, we always close with Winston Churchill. You don't have to pay Action Sports $300 a month. You can just get the information from us. From us. You can ask any question you like, and we'll give you a educated resource to answer. So, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Sports Betting Podcast. That's why this one don't cost $800, and that goes $200. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shaking the word. That's why I wear the shoes and roll my butt, and I can